You are listening to the Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranac, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. to part two of the episode on the 50k sales month breakdown. So if you haven't listened to the first episode, then this is your cue to go back and listen. It's the episode right before this one. And it breaks down some of the key kind of front end things that happened to create this $50,000 sales month that we recently celebrated in the business. But in addition, I also kind of broke down some of the things that were also happening in the back end. So some of the things that I really covered was how we got to sell out most of the spots just from a back end approach. So not even selling front end. And then I really shared my front end strategy, particularly on Instagram stories on how I got people to sign up, express interest, get into the sales funnel. So again, if you haven't listened, definitely go back, take a listen. It's going to be so worth your time. You're going to get so many ideas on things that you can be doing for your own business. And that is really my intention for this episode as well. So my intention for this particular episode is to take you a little bit further. So I really want to cover not just the sales activities that were happening, but the structure of the business that enabled this, the kind of restructuring parts. I want to talk about the product suite and the pricing points. And I really want to talk about mindset as well. Also the sales process. So I guess starting with the product suite and the price points, this is something that I think is really important to understand because when you hear numbers, numbers can be deceiving, right? It's different when someone's like, oh, I did 50K and I sold one 50K package or like I did 50K and I sold a $37 offer, right? There is a completely different approach to how you would be selling those types of different types of products and at different price points. And a lot of the times we don't think about our product suite and we don't think about where and how we're going to stack this income. So a little behind the scenes on this is that early in the year, I intentionally designed my product suite to add in a mastermind, which was the replacement for my one-on-one. So the mastermind is the new one-on-one essentially, because that is the only level of support, the only level of, I guess, the product in my product suite where you can get my one-on-one support. So that is where I personally review my clients' documents and where I go in and I give feedback and I chat to them every day inside our Slack channel. 
So that was my replacement to one-on-one, which meant that it needed to be on par with my one-on-one pricing, right? It needed to be reflective of the type of support that is being given. So it's not like a course where you enroll and you kind of do your own thing. It is super, super, super high level support and it's very intimate. So it really does feel like one-on-one plus there are some one-on-one calls in there as well. So that was the kind of big change that happened is that the product suite was scaled back to have this really high ticket offer, the mastermind. And then underneath the mastermind and kind of like the build up to the mastermind, we had pre that we had Empower Sales Academy open. And Empower Sales Academy is the program where I teach my entire sales process, right? From like start to finish, how I show up, how I Uh, get people curious and interested in my programs, right? It's like that phase is what I call getting attention. And then how I take them and nurture them and take them through the sales cycle, right? All the way from front end selling to back end sales systems to closing sales calls, DMs, all the things, right? It's really my entire sales process broken down, including the messaging part, getting my messaging right, nailing down all the things and really approaching it from a perspective of buyer psychology and sales psychology, where I'm matching up everything that I'm doing to the buyer cycle, to sales psychology principles, to buyer types, to NLP principles on, you know, like meta programs that people are running. So how do you speak to different people to get their attention and all the things? It goes super deep. I'm so proud of that program. I love it so much. We don't do live launches for a lot. We've in fact only done one, which has been incredible, but that was the behind the scenes, right? So like there is not all of these a hundred billion ways to work with me. There's only a few. And so being able to nail down those couple of ways actually increased the amount of people applying to the mastermind, increased the amount of people that were wanting to work with me because they know there's only a limited amount of ways. So scaling down actually got us to scale up. And then, like I said, the prices needed to be indicative of the value being provided. So the prices for the mastermind essentially reflect somewhat my one-on-one prices. And in fact, my one-on-one prices compared to the mastermind are triple. If I was to do one-on-one, if I was to open up some ad hoc one-on-one spots, the prices are triple. So the mastermind is such a steal for the value. And that's really important when you're pricing something, it really needs to be a no brainer. It needs to be like, wow, this is a steal. You're basically giving this away. And that's how I feel about everything that I sell. And that's why I can show up so confidently to talk about it and sell it because I'm like, this is a no brainer. This is like a total steal. I'm so proud to present this to you at this price point because I know how deeply you're going to be served and what you're going to get out of it. So that's a product suite equation. The other equation, and this is what I really, really want to nail in and kind of really share with you guys candidly is 
One, we had a pre-qualification process and the pre-qualification process, as I really teach in Empower Sales Academy, is so, so important because it ensures you're talking to the right people and there is a mix of strategy and mindset. So let me kind of share what those two look like. So the first part was really the strategy part, which is pre-qualifying people before they progressed through the sales funnel. And again, as a little reminder, if you haven't listened to episode one or you just want to, well, not episode one, the previous episode, but, or you just want a little reminder of what that looked like is that people, when they were applying for the mastermind, it went like this. They would see a story from me on the mastermind, then they would click the link in my bio. They would be taken to an application form, right? That they had to fill out. Or sometimes people would bypass that and go straight to my DMs and ask me questions in there. So they're like the setup process was they would go through the application form. Not everyone did. Some people just sent me a message, which is fine. And then I would pre-qualify them. Now the application form kind of does a pre-qualifying for me, right? Because it's asking questions. And just from the application form, I knew if someone was going to be a good fit or not, right? Like I might've had a couple of questions for them, but like 90% of the way there, it would tell me, are you a good fit or not for the mastermind? If they dropped into my DMs, it meant I had to ask them those questions manually to ensure. And that is really what pre-qualifying is, It's asking a bunch of questions to assess if someone is a good fit for your program or not, right? That's what it is. So it's like, are you a good fit for my program or not? And I harp on about this so much. (laughs) If you are an Empowered Sales Academy, you would know that not just in the program, but in our ongoing Facebook community, I'm always talking about pre-qualifying because it's so important. And one of the reasons why it's so important is that it filters out all the people that are not the ideal fit for the program, right? So it's saving you so much time and it's saving them time because they're not now like in, you know, applying and in these like huge sales calls with your like long ass DM exchanges if they're not the right fit. And like anyone acting out of integrity as an entrepreneur and a salesperson, your job is to find out if someone is a good fit or not and tell them. And so it's not even just about saving time. It's like about integrity as well, making sure that if you are taking someone on into a paid container, that they're entering into that container because they're actually the right fit for that container. And that's on you, right? That's on you and your sales process to give them all the available information. And then it's also on them to do the due diligence and make sure. But because a mastermind is such a an intimate container, it's really important to me to make sure that the people that are entering the mastermind are going to be a good fit, right? Not just for me, not just for the program, not just for themselves, but for the benefit of the entire group, because that is kind of like the the big part of the mastermind, the energy of the group, how everyone meshes together. Are there similar stages of business, right? Don't want people that are just starting out and people that are like at 500k, if that's a, not a good mix for a mastermind, right? You want people with similar stages, similar levels, similar goals, similar energy, vibe, all the things. So pre-qualification was super important. 
And there was a couple of steps to pre-qualifying people, a couple of key questions that I would ask. And usually, like I said, it was either the application form that did it, and then I would follow up with a couple of questions, or it was in the DMs, couple of questions. This was the best part about the pre-qualification process. It actually meant that people that hopped on calls with me, which was only a couple of people, by the way, most people just signed up through the DMs, but it meant that people that hopped on calls with me had a hundred percent conversion rate. So every single person that got on a call ended up saying yes to the mastermind. And that meant that those sales calls were really just like confirmation calls, right? I didn't have to do any hardcore selling, anything like that. They were really chilled, laid back calls of like, Hey, this is what it's about. Do you want in? right? And they were like, they already decided, basically they were a yes. And they just wanted some of that FaceTime to really make sure they were making a good decision, which I'm always happy to do if someone needs that. So it saved everyone so much time. Now imagine if I was on sales calls with every single person that was interested. If I just had a link in my bio that said book a call and everyone could book a call how much time would I have wasted on calls that I could have been promoting the program on my Instagram, that I could have been doing other stuff, right? Enjoying life. How much time would that have been wasted for me and them? How much frustration in people not showing up, in people like copying on the call who were clearly the wrong fit? All of that is so important. And like, this is where the mindset comes in because when you start to pre-qualify people, it means you have to ask some questions and it means people drop off, right? You might have 10 conversations going. By the end of it, you end up with two conversations because you've just like had all these people drop off. Sometimes people drop off just because you've asked some questions, which tells me straight away they weren't going to be a good fit anyway. They weren't interested, right? If they're ghosting at the beginning of the conversation, then like, good God, what would it look like if they actually entered the container? (laughs) So that's fine. But like, Sometimes people just drop off naturally because of the questions that you ask. And it's such a mindset thing. Like I'll hear clients being like, oh my God, I'm asking people pre-qualification questions and they're dropping off and people are like ghosting and disappearing and they're not answering back. What do I do? And I'm like, nothing. Keep doing that. Keep asking them the questions. It's important that you do that. It's important that you keep asking the questions because the people that get to the end, that buy, are not only super qualified, perfect leads, but they're going to be the dream clients. And like, there is no amount of money that I can imagine being worth it to have a non-ideal, non-dream client. Because trust me, that stuff is painful. Don't want people that you have to drag with you to do the work. You don't want people that are going to complain and be negative. You don't want people that are clearly not the right fit, that are just going to ask irrelevant questions, that are not there to do the work, like all kinds of different things. So for me, it's important that the right people are entering the right container. So the pre-qualification was such a huge key in making sure there were very minimal sales calls. I think I only did two sales calls and in making sure that the people that were um, saying yes were really like being filtered through really, really well. The conversion rate was just super high anyway overall because a lot of the people even if they came into my DMs, I have a feeling they checked out the application page. 
And on the application page, they had all the questions, they had information already about what's in the mastermind, and they had the price. You guys know I'm very, very open about pricing. I'll often, like always actually disclose my prices ahead of time. Like you don't have to wait to get on a call with me for to find out a price. Like I tell you what the price is and the price was public. It was open. It was on the application page. Anyone could see it. And that was really helpful because anyone that was not prepared to invest that amount of money, whether because they just mentally weren't prepared, they weren't at that stage, they didn't have the budget for it, whatever it was, were people that weren't going to apply. And that's fine. That's totally fine because you don't want to be convincing anyone. I'm not about the life of convincing people that they need to spend money. Like I trust people to make an empowered decision and choice when it's the right time to invest, when they know they invest. And like, I know that there is an element of like, sometimes we do need the push. Sometimes we do need someone to empower us, but I I let my content do the work for that versus doing that on a sales call. And this is really what I teach in Empower Sales Academy, right? I teach you how to have your content do the work to handle objections versus handling them on sales calls or whatever it is. The last kind of bit I want to add in is just in launching in general, whenever you're selling something, this was a really long sales process, really long launch because it's a higher ticket offer, higher investment and basically went on for the entire month, right? I was taking applications the entire month, talking to people the entire month and it can get quite draining mentally because you're talking to so many people and you're getting way more no's and yeses, right? You're getting so many more no's. And so if you go into it with a mindset of like, oh, these like eight people said no, therefore no one wants it and it's shit and it sucks and like I need to shut my launch down, you're probably not going to get the results you want because you're going to give up before you before you really get to the like the end. So mindset is so key for launching, for business, like for every part of business. I talk about this so much with my clients, like so many conversations come back to mindset. But one of the key mindset things is that when you're in it, you've got to be in it, right? Like if you're, if you have to be in the game to win it, which means you cannot quit, you cannot exit, no matter what the results are looking like. And even even if at the end you don't get the result you want, right? So for me, I'm like, okay, even if I don't hit the number of women I want in this mastermind, it's going to teach me so much. I'm going to get so much information out of this. How could my messaging have been better? How could my sales process have been better? Where can I look back and improve on? It's all information, valuable information. It's up to you how you choose to see it, whether you choose to see it as that or you choose to see it as like, I suck, everything sucks, like I'm going back to corporate. I just want to leave you guys with that bit. I want to leave you with an empowered view of business, which is you have to look at everything as either a lesson, an opportunity to learn, or a win. And it's a win in the fact that you're becoming a certain type of person just by showing up, even if you don't get the result that you necessarily want. And that's what's important because if you keep doing that, you cannot lose. It's physically like impossible to lose. And that is the mindset that I have for every launch, no matter the results. In fact, I often say some of my best 
launches were the ones that completely flopped and failed because they taught me the most. You don't learn much from successful launches, but you learn a lot from the ones that don't work. And so going in with this detached mindset is just so, so key. And that's what I did. And the results were amazing. In the end, everything worked out great. We hit the number of women we wanted in the mastermind. Every single person was a beautiful, ideal fit. And it was just a really lovely launch that was just very flowy and felt really good. And it didn't have many of the bells and whistles that I would usually have in a launch, which like I have nothing against, but it was also nice to be able to do it with no ads, no emails, no funnels, no lives, no webinar, no sales page. Like it's really cool, especially that it's, you know, my highest ticket offer. I hope that you got something out of this. Drop me a message and let me know what you did get out of it. I'd love to know. And I will catch you in the next episode, by the way, before I sign off. So many of you guys have DM'd me with requests of like what you want in the coming episodes. And I'm so excited. I have a list. I'm like working through a recording, amazing episodes, batching them, just like really making sure that I'm taking the time to plan them and give you the best content so you can have strategies that you can take and walk away with. So I'm so excited for everything that's coming up on the podcast. If you are not subscribed, by the way, definitely hit subscribe so you can make sure that you get the notifications when these episodes drop. But thank you so much if you have made suggestions and you're so welcome to DM me if you have suggestions as well. So Anyway, have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day and I will talk to you next time. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.